Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad. We're joined, as always, by England's top Japan enthusiast. He's right over there. Right over there. Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how you doing? I'm good, Chris. I'm currently reading the running order off a computer. Hmm. That I lost you in not, Japan. Oh, I promised you the third me losing something story yeah. on the Abron Japan. This is uh, it's a it's a um, what do you call it when there's three pictures? Not a trifecta, a tri, tri- a triptych, triptych, a tri disaster. Triptych. How do you lose so much in your oh, in Japan two left, weeks? I left a um, computer in um, a very nice sort of resort hotel uh, down in Miyazaki. Mm. Uh, the one where they had issues with me um, going in. Pool was closed, but uh, they closed the pool at 4pm. What's that about? Um, the one with the Pakari Sweat um, logo on it. Um, well, how did, did, you, you never said, like, uh, you, you obviously can't go in onsen if you've mm. got tattoos. You've yeah. got, you're caked in them. Yeah. Wait a minute, though. You had a plan. You had the silicon legs. I had a plan. Legs. I had the silicon legs. But I put them on, and I decided that the silicon legs, they looked too conspicuous, if you know <laughs> what I mean. It right. looked worse than me just having tattoos. Yes. So I absolutely washed out on them. You I'm can't really yeah, go in no. an wearing anything. Wearing silicon, yeah. That's no. a big no-no. That's a big no-no. Isn't it? I saw, I, I, but what, how did I, they like, throw you out the pool, then? Well, I, well, A, I managed to sneak into the onsen. Ooh. They had this beautiful onsen in this, in this uh, Sheraton. And, uh, and uh, I was sat in like one of the warm baths um, trying to hide my legs in a really weird way um, and it really made me laugh because this lad um, we're all in, in Billy Bollocks um, he, he he came over to the the, the the water I was sat in and he scooped up a bit and he, he was just fresh to the onsen and he just poured it onto his gentles uh, before okay. going outside what I don't know I, to make him look bigger I don't know like just because he was heading outside <laughs> did he not want the cold air hitting his... But it was warm anyway. I couldn't figure out what That's... the reason why he poured hot water onto his uh, Winkle Dinkles. Um, yeah, Pro- so anyway. Probably to, to, to shop hey, from... Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's what I was thinking. Oh my God. Anyway, so I managed to get the onsen. But in the pool, they, they yeah, they stopped me from... Um, what did they, they say? Said, can, you cover, can you cover your legs? Shut up, fuck off. Can you cover your tattoos, please? So yeah, it was uh, very so you underwhelming. Just put, you just put your hand over them. Just yeah, sure. Walked in. Like a like crab, a crab. Yeah. yeah. Hello, <laughs> hello. Um, but uh, so I left the laptop in Miyazaki, 
<laughs> realised when we got to um, Fukuoka, which was like you know, three hours drive away, it just wasn't worth. It was. It's one of those ones where you sort of go, oh, I mean, what's, what's a laptop? Just get a new one and just get it get it sent eventually. Um, but I we got back to um, Tokyo and I basically emailed the the, the Sheraton mm. and they sent it. Ooh. Basically, by the time we got to Tokyo, um, they'd rang ahead to the the hotel we were staying in. The woman went, "The laptop, your laptop is arriving tomorrow," and I, they'd sent wow. it on a Saturday. They'd boxed it up. I'd email them and said, have you got my laptop? They went, yeah, we have. You also left 300 yen in, in your room. Do you want that as well? I went, yeah, fine. Keep that as a tip. Keep that as a I'm tip. Sending my laptop. Sending my laptop. They boxed up the laptop beautifully. They sent it all the way to Tokyo. It got there in like a day and a half. Um, and it arrived in Tokyo. And um, it was like 12 quid to send it. Wow. And they sorted everything out. From bean to cup. It was brilliant. So I was so Sheraton, they may not have let they you in the pool. They may not have let me in the pool. But they sent you your but laptop. But they sure know how to, eat, how to send a, a laptop via via plane, presumably. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful, Beautiful story, stuff. I think. Oh, it's, yeah. that's, it's but if you're ever losing it, but it's really good. We lost like four things. And I left a, something in the toilet. I left a, me, the same bag in the toilet um, in, a, in, in, a, in a shop. It's just terrible. Yeah. So um, if you ever lose anything in Japan, you'll, you'll always get it back. Yeah, I mean. Always get it back. Y- you will. Except yeah. I think Charlotte's AirPods got pinched out of a hotel room in Osaka. Once. What? We left some AirPods in a room, I think, in um, Osaka. Mm. And when we asked the hotel, are the AirPods there? They're like, no, they're gone. Mm. That was the only time we didn't get it back. That is very rare. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. it was. Sketchy. Right. Osaka. Lovely Ske- place. <laughs> Sketchy hotels. Oh, <laughs> Maybe somebody thought it was a takoyaki and popped it in their mouth. Absolutely. Mm. That's, <laughs> they opened the AirPod case, mm. swallowed it whole. We've got a story here from Jeffrey from Australia this week. He begins, hello, Chris and Pete. You've honoured me in the past by reading my story last year about the time a sheepish taxi driver pretended to drop me off at the Blue Note Jazz Club in Tokyo. I don't remember that. We've had two minutes. <laughs> yeah, well, we've got 100 stories a year. I <laughs> want to know what that was. Uh, earlier this year, though, my uh, lovely partner, Robin, and I came to Japan for a six-week trip where we spent over two weeks in Hokkaido for some snowboarding and sightseeing, riding the Shimanami Kaido bikes over the islands, walking the Kumino Kodo in Wakayama, and uh, in time... We saw Yamagata, Hiroshima, Nara and Tokyo. That's greedy. Lovely. That anyway, one night we were relaxing in a hotel watching television when who did I see on a television show called Cool Japan but the one and only Peter Macy, Premier 2 himself. Oh, mm. God. He, <laughs> cool Japan. That's, I'll get to that in a minute. I exclaimed, <laughs> whoa, American Pete. My partner, of course, had no idea who the bloody hell that was. The show American Pete was on was a panel discussion about the particular aspect of Japanese culture known as Hone and Tatemai. One has a public persona that is different to uh, one's real private persona. That's right. Hone is like what you really think, and Tatemai right. is when you lie. Uh, you, you know, people in Japan, they mm. kind of, they're what they're really thinking, mm. they sort of keep that hidden yeah. unless they get drunk, and then you find out very fast. <laughs> the, uh, the panel discussed the difficulties of foreigners living in Japan and understanding this. The discussion centred around how difficult it was for foreigners to form meaningful relationships with Japanese people while in Japan. Pete was presenting very differently from how I have come to know him. Gone was the outgoing, talkative and entertaining American Pete. Here was a subdued, respectful and frankly (laughs) boring Peter Macy. My thought at the time was, uh, I think it would be good... 
I what I think I think I would be good with it. Whatever gets you through it. the day as smoothly and pleasantly as possible. Yes, almost <laughs> everyone on the panel, however, found it was to be one of the most difficult parts of their time in Japan. Chris, have <laughs> you and Sharla found this part of Japanese culture difficult? How do people in your expat crew find it? How do unique and engaging individuals like Natsuki manage to survive? <laughs> Interested to hear, Jeffrey from Australia. Well, first of all, Cool Japan. Have you ever mm. seen Cool Japan? It's not like NHK. Anything on NHK is kind of like, it's quite hard to watch because all of the people talk like this. They do talk like that. Here we are in Sonso Prefecture and we're going to have some fucking food. (laughs) We're always eating food. That's all we do. Here's some very unique noodles you won't get anywhere else except that you kind of do all the time, everywhere. (laughs) It's like a 1984 sterilized Mm. TV yeah, it's just shit. And I, I, I was on NHK World once, and that very voiceover was there. Mm. There's a shot of me eating some pickles, right? And yeah. there's this shit. This man is a pickle monster. Do not like... approach him. <laughs> I remember going, like, there's a shot of me going, mmm. Pickles. And he goes, Chris loves the taste of the pickles. <laughs> and there's no like irony or humour. It's just very monotonous. It's just he very... likes, he loves to slide that pickle Chris into is... his mouth. <laughs> Chris is a YouTube vlogger from England. He loves the taste of the pickle. Ah, <laughs> yes, shit. Clip that. Oh, God. Lovely. But, uh, cool Japan's like this initiative where they basically get some foreigners in a room yeah. and they go. The lamest ass. I'm not putting Pete in that particular panel. Well, but they're always in lame. It's really lame. I think I was asked to go on it once. So I was like, no. And there's, always, there's always a man who's about 50 who's yes. got, got a bit of red in his hair. <laughs> He's got a bit of colour in his hair. Hey, kids, I'm still cool. <laughs> he's got that kind of like dead eyes kind of expat man he's got <laughs> Colonel Kurtz he's like hey guys I'm having a great time here on NHK don't look in my shed it's as if there's a gun pointed at all the people <laughs> off stage um, but it's kind of like propaganda almost the idea yeah. is to make Japan look cool mm. and discuss aspects of why Japanese culture is unique yeah. and it's just it's just very contrived yeah. I remember people telling me stories about how we had to like talk about how good Japanese boxes are it's like the Japanese box is a unique box to Japan. I, I mean, I'll tell you fold what. It in f- the, boxy, ways. the box they put my laptop in was. Uh, I said to my partner, I said, Sarah, I'd love to take this box home. It's so <laughs> thick. You should the wear corrug- NHK. The corrugated cardboard was so thick, Chris. So, <laughs> yeah, the boxes are quite good. Yeah, exactly. NHK, yeah, look, they got cool you. Japan. It's cool, isn't it? Cool Japan. In the pocket of big cardboard, this lad. Disgusting. But something's not cool if you call it cool inherently, you know. If I'm like, oh, I'm cool, Chris. Nice mm. to meet you guys. It's yeah, like, yeah. Well, not cool. You're a dickhead. I own a skateboard. Don't look in my shed. <laughs> but I, I hate seeing Pete on, uh, on NHK's mm. Cool Japan because it's just not Pete. It's like... Mm. Pete had a lobotomy, and he has to. He's he's one of the better people. Obviously, he's mm. still really funny, and he's you know great. It's like when I do voice of his Discovery Channel. I don't, right, right. I, I don't right. actually care when I saw truckers on Chris. <laughs> I don't. I, I like the idea of a right, lot of the TV right, shows. Right. Yeah. I like I like people you know diving for gems in the Bering Sea. I love that shit. Gold <laughs> divers, yeah. Some of the shows, I don't care who's building a, a cabin off grid. In, in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> that sounds interesting. Anyway, yeah. it's better cool Japan. But I, the question was, Hone Tatemai. Yes, it's very difficult. I used to have this problem with staff uh, when I was, you know, working at school. Mm. I'd make a lesson plan. I'd go, "Do you like this lesson plan?" They'd mm. go, "Hmm, oh, it's difficult. Well, difficult. It's not, it's not difficult. It's either a good plan or it's not." Right. And they, mm. you know, out of being polite, mm. yeah, they'd often be like, "Muzakashi." Oh, it's muzakashi. 
different, uh, difficult, different lesson plan. And You're using a lot of bad language. It's just difficult. To, uh, <laughs> you're just drawn. A, you're drawn a really erotic drawing of the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> They're doing things to each other. What's going on? Your, uh, what the fuck? This isn't a lesson plan. <laughs> this is a receipt from McDonald's, <laughs> and you've written knowledge on it in big letters. <laughs> you, you know my lesson, lesson plans all plan. too well. <laughs> it, it's difficult, yeah. It's difficult mm. to crack the code and know what people are really thinking. And that's why when I look at my Japanese friends that I gravitate towards, it's people like Natsuki. It's Ryotaro, God forbid. Yeah. It's uh, my friend Yuki or Yasu. It's people that speak their mind because it can be really difficult to break through and get yeah. to that, you know. Um, so so if I was um, on Cool Japan and I was um, English Pete I was talking about Hone and Tatamai right Hone, Hone and Tatamai right okay we're back to NHK world right let's, let's but you, you, give me a su- you give me a subject and I'll talk about it um, in, in the NHK style uh, anything about Japan you think that people need to know about something cool the uh, the rivers running r- the rivers running with rivers. Koi, koi carp fish in rivers, rivers. koi carp orange nice great times don't drown <laughs> now you got to do it in the contrived oh, yeah, sort okay. of like lobotomized american accent <laughs> like, i never hear yeah. like british people on nhk world they get the the worst american voiceover artists mm. well, they're not even they're not even voiceover artists they're just people in a room who just sort of go... They're a bit AI. It's a bit uh, AI. It is, It's that yeah. kind of very staid kind of... Um, mm, I think that... GPT kind of vibe. It is a bit. And I think the reason is because maybe that sort of slow, monotonous style, mm. it means like Japanese viewers can also yeah. follow along. Enjoy it's it, not yeah. like... Because if it was you, I don't think most of the Japanese audience would know... Not with this jet what lag. the bloody hell's going on. No. <laughs> no. So you need that like... No. Pete loves the taste of the sushi. He munches it with his mouth. Munches it. needs to be like it. slow. <laughs> Munch the sushi. Munches the sushi. He slurps the sushi. Never write a script for NHK. He snorts the sushi <laughs> up his fucking... <laughs> anyway, what's the news this week? Let's oh. never speak of Cool Japan again. Chris, you're not going to believe this. Um, a city in Japan has got a deal with truancy because there are too many kids not doing enough work in about their schools. I'll tell you for why. Probably those big backpacks that they have to carry around. If I'd, <laughs> I picked one of them up in Tokyo, Tokyo hands, got a new logo, beautiful, um, <coughs> beautiful logo. Um, and it's, it, this, it's, these bags are massive and heavy and leather. Like the kind of bag you took to, to It Japan. was, yeah, pretty much true. Or I hoisted up Mount Fuji. Well, anyway, um, kids don't want to go to school, and a uh, city in Japan is tackling a rise in truancy with the help of a robot assistant that officials hope will encourage absentee children to attend classes remotely and eventually coax them back to school. What the fuck? Two robots equipped with uh, microphones, speakers, and cameras are expected to appear in classrooms uh, in November in Kumamoto, southwest Japan, according to the Mainichi Shimbun newspaper. A great newspaper. Um, teachers will continue to be present the city board of education hopes that the addition of the one meter high self-propelling robots will help absent children overcome their anxiety and give them the confidence to return to in-person education yeah if i know schools i think rocking up at the school gates with a little robot might you know make you stand out a bit more with the other naughty kids eh with the terminator in the corner the- <laughs> like, what the that's true this? actually yeah if you what do, is if this you, if you if you treat me badly he will shoot you <laughs> He will blow you up. Um, students learning remotely will be connected to the tablet equipped robots via their laptops, uh, allowing the, them to attend the same lessons as their, as their class, classmates and take part in discussions. So this is kind of a little bit like, you know that restaurant in Tokyo where they have people who uh, have accessibility issues and mm. they can't work in restaurants, so 
sure they basically um, reside at home where they've got you know the things all they need to, mm. to, to, to live um, and and mobility assistance and stuff and they uh, work you know a nine to five in a cafe um, but via the avatar of a like a sort of yeah, robot thing really. which is pretty cool pretty futuristic and similar similar sort of vibes um, 2,760 children of primary and junior high school age in the city of uh, Komoto um, will be uh, you know and, and have not been attending uh, in, in 2022 um, the fourth consecutive annual rise since um, 2018 so I mean it's I, I mean the last time I saw some children from what was presumably Kumamoto was in um, actually uh, uh, the, the beach Shirahama beach um, some children turned up with a Kumamono um, a Kumamon, bear. The bear Kumamon yeah sorry Kumamon bare inflatable um, <laughs> sort of ball and they're whacking at each other in, in the sea and it flew in my direction and I picked it up and hit it but just as I did it a gust of wind blew it right down the beach and oh, the child the children went further into the water than I was comfortable with uh, Sarah found it very funny oh, my God. Uh, and so I felt the need when we were driving through Kyushu um, that we had to go to Kumamoto to apologise so we went to that bit there's a weird bit <laughs> near the ferry where they've just got like 50 Kumamon bears really? have you seen them? no sounds it's amazing like, there's like a choir of them there's like 30 there all in a choir formation there's a one as big as like a house um, there's <laughs> ones representing the zodiac signs there's one that looks like he's having a shootout they're just <laughs> all over this sort of ferry terminal but it's a deserted ferry terminal it doesn't look like there's many ferries coming in to the port uh, but it's a unique little um, thing where there's just like 50 kumamons <laughs> bears so I felt like I had to apologise because I'd basically drowned a child <laughs> with, with the, through, through kumamon I'd, we'd like to elaborate. Pete did not drown a child. Well, I didn't see him. He, he, he disappeared from view. I don't so he know. Knocked, he knocked into the sea. The kids ran to get it. Yeah. Yeah. He was fine. He was fine. Good but stuff. Uh, But yeah, th- th- that was the last child, presumably from Kumamoto, that I, that I saw. <laughs> I bought some Kumamon pants. I don't think the kid was from Kumamoto. You the, can get on outside of yeah, Kumamoto. Yeah, He's the most widely sold mascot in Japan, after all. Would you be happy if you were at school... Bearing in mind that, you know, to be fair, you're from a long lineage of Robot Wars fans. <laughs> Would you be happy with little robots running around your school? I think... Instead of children. It could be cool if there's a kid getting bullied and the robot right. just turns up and it's like, <laughs> stop. <laughs> and it's got a little darts so it can shoot. Yeah. Or paintballs. Or just electricity. Or tasers. Yeah. Uh, paintballs. Bear spray. Bear spray, <laughs> yeah. Cool That'd be good. Spray. That'd be good. Yeah. Um, I don't think this is a good idea. Mm. Natsuki was actually famously truant for most of his time at school. He joined like a biker gang, didn't he? I don't. I think it's just a smoker gang. Mm. I don't think they had bikes. Well, did, bike, didn't they, they call their hair back and like I think punk rock? Bicycle gang, not like actual motorbike gang. Mm. Like a bicycle gang. Like Natsuki right. joined, um, <laughs> and they listened to punk rock music and pretended to be cool. Yeah. But yeah, he wasn't at school, and I don't think the robot would have stopped. Natsuki from uh, <laughs> from truanting. from not going yeah. in. But uh, yeah, what a weird and pointless idea never mind there's better ideas than this ring up the parents and be like why is your bloody kid coming to school (laughs) (laughs) but I do like the idea of a robot going around the corridors shooting people with darts you bully Mm. that's that's the future yeah that's the way true that's the vengeance because bullying's on the rise unfortunately Mm. that's a story for another day we'll be back in just a moment guys we have stories comments and questions in the facts machine mom deserves better than a drugstore card this mother's day surprise her with a truly special personalized card from moonpig 
Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Dolson? We got a message from Jorge. Um, Dear Carrie Chris and Parcel Pete, uh, while on my uh, recent trip to Japan, we fortunately um, discovered that we could have our heavy luggage forwarded to our next hotel thanks to the wonderful people at Yamato transport this sounds like a advert for yamato transport um it was quite difficult to fill out all the kanji forms and wanting to ensure our luggage safely arrived at our next destination the hotel staff were very helpful and assured us that everything would be fine soon enough when we arrived the next day at our hotel in the next city we presently discovered that all of our carefully packed luggage uh, wrapped luggage tucked away in the corner of the hotel lobby and we picked it up with the greatest of ease this made our life so much easier um wondering if, if, is there any other services like this in Japan that could ease the path of the traveller while visiting multiple <laughs> cities through through Japan what other travel hacks uh, are we not aware of I've seen like a lot of people who live in Japan they do this all the time they get to the airport and they just bang their bag to a company and then mm. it arrives it's a good idea it is if you're sort of travelling 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 yeah. travelling and, it, and it's so like the laptop <laughs> like well, the laptop that I was speaking like about earlier on it arrived exactly when it was supposed to arrive a miracle of Yamato yeah, transport exactly when I first landed as a teacher, I think they took my suitcases and just shot them off to Yamagata. Right. And then nice. when I got to my apartment five days later, they, they were, were there. there it take you sweat. <laughs> what? Five days? Five Because oh, I went to the seminars. At oh, the seminars. Right, right okay. basically, I was a truant of that seminar. I, I sat in my bed and ate crisps for like three days. Right. And I should have been like learning the ways of teaching. The ways of teaching. Some shit seminar. That's why they don't like you. Lesson truant. plans. That's, that's why. Yeah. Thank God there weren't any robots in the uh, in the seminars at the K Plaza <laughs> Hotel. Uh, we got one from Seattle. 
Very nice. Ooh. Seattle. David from Seattle says, Hi, amiable, amiable Chris and humorist Pete. Long time listener. Planning my first trip to Japan for next March with a group of friends. What's your favourite observation deck in Tokyo? Your favourite observation deck, Pete. Mm. What is it? Um, I did have tickets for the old... Um, is it Shibuya Sky? The yeah, thing yeah, that, yeah. Um, Scramble Tower. Did, did yeah. in the end. You didn't do it? Went, went to go and see some pigs in Harajuku. <laughs> You went to the went um, to the little pig cafe. The pig cafe, micro pigs, right? Micro pigs. Was it they everything are you wanted? So cute, Chris. Did you steal one? Didn't steal one. Um, it, it, my partner isn't the biggest fan of eating pork unless she's very hungover and baking <laughs> sandwiches on offer. Um, but she, yeah, she's she's very much against it. Um, and uh, it sh- should have really done it at the end of the holiday because a lot of there's a lot of pork in Japanese food. There is, there? Yeah, yeah. Any bit of ramen has a bit of. <laughs> as a bit Not of pot that much, bashed in um, for fun and profit and uh, yeah I think taking her to um, a, a micro pig um, cafe at the start of the holiday wasn't the best idea so yeah uh, what's the micro pig cafe like? Um, it's just a lot of pigs running around <laughs> I didn't even have a coffee to be honest they're just like the, the pigs were very much the focus right yeah um, the website is impossible to work. I had to email them separately. So I go, sorry, your website's terrible. Can you can you just book me in? Uh, and then when I turned up, they hadn't booked me in. And so they just let us have the pigs anyway. So <laughs> pass the pigs, I shouted. How many people were in the pig cafe? Was we, had a, we, had a, we had a spare little, we had a little room to ourselves. So it was... Um, oh, a private yeah. micro pig Yes, yeah, we, we were in the VIP, baby. <laughs> we made it rain. What a pig's eat. <laughs> oh. so- they got little waggy tails that wag like dogs. Come on, you having that? That's cute. You having that? Oh, and we also and also uh, to try and um, cheer Sarah up after me eating um, a big hot dog. After that, um, I took her to uh, a dog cafe. So you went to all the all the all cafes. cafes, all the touristy stuff, Dog Game cafes, out of talking, stuff cafes. you're not going to see anywhere else. Um, but um, what I very much liked is that some of the you, you get you buy a deluxe selection of dog food, chicken pellets I don't know what fucking dogs eat I do know because I've got one got two um, uh, and the uh, some of them aren't allowed chicken they're allergic to chicken which sounds like a mad old tale mm. which dogs are allergic to chicken come on and um, some of them are on a diet they must rotate the, and, and the ones that have got a diet have got little um, little necklaces on that's not necklaces they've got the little uh, little collars on um, but I think they just rotate them so the dogs don't get fat. Because you could just how you don't know how many people are going to turn up during the day and like you know feed feed the dogs a lot of food. So <laughs> some big fat dogs running around, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? What was better, the dog cafe or the pig cafe? Oh, definitely the pig cafe. Uh, yeah, unique dogs are sleepy as hell. <laughs> terrible, terrible place. We got one last question from Soda. Hmm. Soda oh. from Sweden. That's a oh. that's a cool name. Hello, carnivorous yeah. Chris and Petite Pete. Soda from Sweden here. Uh, proving we do also watch the podcast on YouTube. Yes. Hello, Soda from Sweden. Hello, yes, the Swedes. Sweden. Hello, the Swedes. Stick around, Sweden. Yep. First of all, a Swedish demographic. Is there anything they can't do? For, first of all, a big thank you for answering a question of mine a handful of episodes ago about avoiding carbohydrates in Japan. I have a follow-up question now. Since the last question, I have taken a step further and went full carnivore, where I now only eat meat, eggs, bacon, and dairy. Right. absolutely got incredible health benefits from it <laughs> however but my <laughs> farts <laughs> yeah I, I don't god however, starting, I do puke a lot <laughs> however starting October I will finally after several years of pandemic start studying Japanese in Sapporo hey. my question is Woo. 
Generally, how expensive is dairy, beef, eggs, fish, and animal products in general? And if I want to choose to indulge myself with foods from restaurants, what kind of options would I would exist where I can get away with eating only meat, or at least with a minimal <laughs> amount of vegetables? Christ, soda. I worry mean, about soda. Soda sounds health. young, and soda needs to not do this. I, mean, I don't know what absolute wacky uh, diet plan you've yeah. got off Instagram, but this sounds mad. This Absolutely is, mad. It's not going to end well. Just eating Hokkaido ice cream all the way through yeah. because the milk is the best milk in Japan. It is good. Mm. Uh, I mean, yaki, is it? Yaki, it is good. Yeah, of course it's good. Is it? Hokkaido's got cows. Oh. Of course it's good. I don't know why that makes Tokyo's it got pigs. Stroked a couple. Micro, you, you can't eat a micro pig. <sighs> I'd have a go. I'd, I'd have a little nibble. <laughs> I'd have a little nibble. Oh, no. What's one bite going to happen? Poor old little um, micro pig. Poor little micro pig. I mean, you're going to be in heaven in October soda mm. because Yankee Nicky barbecue okay. for like two, three, four thousand yen, you can get all you eat, all you can eat, all you eat, fucking <laughs> beef, chicken, cow, lamb, sheep, horses mm. on a platter for two hours, mm. and that's going to be all you eat, right? They, with, with some lettuce, they, get some lettuce for crying have out some loud. Lettuce, have some kimchi. Sort of. Um, I was when we were in the uh, beach uh, r- place, the um, the old um, Shirahama beach. Um, we um, for whatever reason the hotel we stayed. The, the thing about like I, I said, I said to Sarah, I said, look, <clears throat> I can take you to places that have beaches and stuff, but because like sunbathing isn't a big thing and everyone wears like you know dark clothes to, mm. to go in the water and stuff mm. the, it might look like a resort and it might look like something you like but there'll be some weird shit happening and <laughs> true to form the hotel we stayed in had two restaurants both of which were open uh, but could not serve us any food um, because we had to book a day in advance and it's like oh. it's a restaurant um, and so like uh, we so I said look I will drive down the hill I need to go and wash some clothes because I bought limited clothes. And uh, I, um, we found, uh, we just went randomly. This, this, this kind of, it said surf shack or something. And I went in and it was Taba fucking Hordai. It was, Ooh. and it had every major cuisine you've ever had Ooh. from your Okonomiyaki's to your goddamn sashimi to your goddamn shark fin soup you had oh, no. all kinds all kinds of every single last thing that you would ever want to try not great examples of it but you know <laughs> the base level of food in japan is but was decent there, was there micro pig it wasn't micro pig there was shabu shabu <laughs> um, right. and but it was like it was, it was pork and i was like Oil so, meat, right? shabu, shabu. yeah shabu shabu so, so i bash it in there and i wasn't like and it was just a communal shabu shabu so i was like i don't know how long to cook this so it doesn't look like it's boiling it just looks like it's warm water <laughs> and it's just doesn't seem like it's boiling oh, no. and i went i went is this, is this? and i, I didn't die. shabu shabu means like swish 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 so you swish the right, pork okay. in the hot water didn't know i just walked well, off and it didn't it didn't cook it, it, it usually it takes looks, like 10 seconds Right. 20 seconds. No, it, it took, I'd put it in about five minutes. Oh dear, that's <laughs> not good. But it just had every major cuisine you could ever eat. And I went, look, Sarah, like, this is like a free hit for you. Just take everything. Eat it um, all. And, and, and like, so, just a lot of solid plums. Like, what, salt what, plums? Salt plums. Just, oh, okay. I like, I like them, but they're very tart. They're horrible. Aren't they tart? They're disgusting. And there's different flavours. And mm. salted ones and bits of fish in it. Well, soda won't be having any of those no. because soda only eats no. dairy, eggs, fish, and animal products. Best of luck with that diet. Best, Best of luck, luck yeah. in Japan, studying. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you're going to have a whale of a time. Bloody love Hokkaido. Don't eat whale. Don't eat whale. They do do that, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, in Japan. Yeah. But 
if you're going to be in Hokkaido, try Genghis Khan lamb mutton. It's to die for. And it's oh. amazing. And there's a good Tabahodai place in Tuskino. But nice. that's all for now, folks. Uh, keep the stories, questions, comments coming into a Japan podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back for one last episode with me, with the great Pete Donaldson in a room before I fly back to Japan. Mm. Uh, you're off to Heathy in a bit, uh, aren't you? In a few days' time. Mm. And uh, we'll see you then, guys. But for now, have yourself a good few days. See you right back here to do it all over again on the Born Japan podcast. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Abroad in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 